The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out maddow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. And welcome to this week's edition of the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. I am your host this week, and we have got some fantastic stuff that I know you will love. Um, we've got some great listener questions, some secret shopper calls, as always. You know, I never get sick of doing these secret shopper calls. I don't know if it's because... Um, when I was a kid with my brothers, we used to do phony phone calls all the time. This is kind of like the adult version of phony phone calls, but as amusing and fun as they may be, they're really done as a learning experience because when you hear other dental practices answering typical questions that potential new patients ask, um, you can either learn something great by modeling after what they did, or you can, and unfortunately, this tends to be the case most of the time, you can learn what not to do. So I'm not going to tell you which of those we'll be covering on our secret shopper calls this week, but I highly recommend you listen to them. I'll tell you this, we're going to get back to basics, back to the most basic question and probably the most important one on our secret shopper calls. So please Hang on, we'll be getting to those really soon. We've got two great listener questions this week, one from a dentist and one from a team member, and they both refer to last week's podcast about never running late. So if you didn't catch last week's podcast, a topic that's really special to me um, in my dental practice, I made sure that we never ran late, and I mean never, and that means maybe once or twice a year. I am serious. It can be done. I did it in my practice. Um, so please, if you haven't heard that one yet, check it out. You can just go to matto.com slash podcast. And speaking of checking things out, uh, we just recently did a great webinar about how to get rid of no-shows and cancellations. In the COVID era, they seem to be running rampant. A lot of people have been emailing us and, and contacting us on social media, calling, whatever, um, discuss, wanting to discuss how to get rid of these no-shows and cancellations and just saying that they've gotten so much worse in the COVID era. So you can still check out that webinar. It lives online. Who knows how long it will be there, but go to matter.com slash webinars and you can watch our most recent webinar about getting rid of no-shows and cancellations in the COVID era. Um, one of my favorite things on there is this technique which tells you how to fill a cancellation 90% of the time when somebody calls your office to cancel. If you just do this simple technique, 90% of the time, that appointment will be filled. And also we talked about the, the COVID cancellation. When somebody calls and they said they're just not ready to come in yet because of the pandemic, well, just about every single practice has been handling this call incorrectly. So check it out. You don't want to miss it. That's our webinar on eliminating cancellations and no-shows. Just go to matto.com slash webinar. Well, we've got, as I said, two great listener questions, some really cool mystery shopper calls. We're going to get to them right away. But just before that, I want to let you know that the um, Fat Merchant offer for the free pin pad is about to end. It's through the month of October. And that means that when you sign up to have Fat Merchant do your credit card processing, which you got to do because um, we use them in the Matto Center. We save thousands of dollars with Fat Merchant. Um, 
we have dental practices all over the country doing it. Some are saving hundreds of dollars per month. Some are saving over $1,000 per month because, as you probably know already as a listener to The Fixers, um, Fat Merchant does not charge a overage percentage on every charge. They just charge a low, flat monthly fee. So you will save money. And if you're not sure, they'll do an analysis for you. No charge, no pressure. They'll let you know how much money you'll save every month when you switch to Fat Merchant. So just go to matto.com slash save. And for the free pin pad, use the offer code MADSEP, M-A-D-S-E-P, all one word. MADSEP's actually not a word. Just everything all together. M-A-D-S-E-P. You'll get your free pin pad. I think that's about $175 value. So check it out. Even if it's too late for the promotion, just switch to Fat Merchant. You will love them. They're, they've got the high-tech interface. Very, very cool company. Great to do business with. Okay. As I said, we um, had a, a podcast last week that apparently proved pretty popular because we got lots of comments on it. Mostly favorable. A few not. That's okay. We're open to all opinions. Info at matto.com gets you, uh, gets an email to us. If you want to send it directly to me, you can do rich, R-I-C-H, at matto.com. So here are two questions that came through the pipeline, so to speak, about last week's webinar on Never Running Late. This one says, dental practice fixers, love the podcast. Are team members allowed to ask questions? If so, here's mine. Well, of course, team members are allowed to ask questions. We love team members. I think team members are allowed more to ask questions than Dennis. So, okay, here's a question from a team member. It says, I really enjoy the episode on never running late. I've been bugging my doctor about this forever, but it seems like we run late every day. Patients complain to me, but I've given up telling him about it because he just shrugs it off. Sometimes it seems like he doesn't care. He'll sit around finishing his coffee while a patient has been seated for 10 minutes. If a patient is a friend, he will chat with them for way too long and run late the rest of the day. I know it's his practice, but it's embarrassing and the patients hate it. What can I do? Signed, frustrated dental assistant. Frustrated. I don't know if that's a typo and you meant to say frustrated or frustrated is like a colloquialism in certain uh, dialects or parts of the country. I've heard people say frustrated before. I think it's kind of a a little uh, slang or endearing term or whatever. In any case, it sounds like this dental assistant is both frustrated and frustrated because they want to run on time, but their doctor kind of refuses to run on time. So I had a rule in my practice, and that is you are allowed to bring up anything to me at a team meeting, or you could call a little meeting with me, or you could come into my private office anytime the door's open. If it's not open, just knock. Um, I'm willing to listen to anything, critiques, criticisms, anything. But here's the only thing I ask. And that is, if you're going to critique something, especially something like another team member or a system that we have, that's great. I will never hold it against you, hold a grudge, anything like that. But my request is, if you're going to complain about something, come to me with a proposed solution as well. Um, I found not only did I get fantastic suggestions from my team members that they might have um, otherwise been hesitant to talk about, but it also reduced the number of complaints. It's kind of, look, if you're going to complain about something, that's fine, but I want you to have a solution. And it doesn't mean it has to be a great solution. It doesn't mean it will be the solution that we utilize or that we'll even be able to find one. But I just want you to, before being quick on the draw and complaining, um, think of a solution. So docs, team members, I would highly recommend that in your practice. Anything's fair game. You can complain, critique, criticize. I don't care what you do, but when you do it, 
have a solution in mind. So team member, I absolutely think that you should ask your doctor's permission to talk to them about something that's been bothering you and let them know that patients have been complaining to you that you're running late all the time and that you've noticed, and again, don't say this in a mean way, but just matter of fact, you've noticed that sometimes a patient would be in the chair and the doctor would be sitting around drinking coffee, doing the crossword puzzle, whatever they're doing, um, that when they have a personal friend in or a patient they're on the friendly side with, they'll chit chat, chit chat, chit chat for 10 minutes at a time, causing everybody to run late. So what's your solution? Well, I would say here's a simple solution. And that is, um, doctor, with your permission, I would like for all of us to commit to the fact that in this office, we do not run late. And I'd like your permission that if I notice you chit-chatting with a friend or sitting around drinking a cup of coffee, that I have permission to go up to you and say, um, Dr. Mrs. Goldstein's in room three for her 10 o'clock appointment and it's 10 o'clock. Now, again, you might wanna have a little code if the doctor's in front of the patient, in front of a patient, you might not wanna use that exact verbiage. There are other ways to do it. But what I'm requesting is that everybody agree to get on the same page and team member, get your doctor's permission that they can be nudged or pushed or hocked or whatever, whatever it is you wanna call it, that you know maybe they feel like they're in the midst of a conversation with a patient and, and they feel like if they end it abruptly, it'll be awkward. So you're allowed to barge into the room and say, doctor, we need you in room two, whatever it is. And you come up with the verbiage or code or whatever you wanna call it that's right for your practice. But let's have the doctor commit to doing it. Small things like this, they really help. I hope that answered your question. Okay, here's a question. It says, hey Rich, Really enjoyed the episode on not running late. A few years ago, I realized that I was constantly running late and that five minutes here and 10 minutes there really added up. Then I had an epiphany based on this. If you look on MapQuest, parentheses, that's what we were all using at the time. So I guess this happened, I don't know, 10 years ago. And it said that it was 20 minutes from your house to an appointment you can't begin to leave the house at 9.40 to arrive at 10 o'clock or you will be late. It takes a few minutes to get your coat, find your keys, start your car, get all adjusted, etc. That lesson was that a buffer is needed. So even though I know I can do a crowd prep in a certain amount of time without buffers to chat with the patient, greet the patient, turn the room over, etc., I was always running late. Plus, it was exhausting. Relaxing the schedule a tiny bit took away a lot of stress, and surprisingly, our production and collections didn't suffer. They actually improved. Not sure why, but it worked. Thanks, Dr. James. Wow, I could not agree more. Or as my friend Bob would say, I couldn't agree more. Um, it's so true. It's I, I can't stand it when somebody says, okay, it's 15 minutes from here to the restaurant. Our reservation's at nine. That means we leave the house at 8.45. No, you're guaranteed to be late. Things always take longer than you think. Um, again, you've got to get your stuff together in the house. When you get to the restaurant, you have to park or valet. All these things, you cannot leave 50, you know, 15 minutes. You cannot start to leave 15 minutes ahead if you want to make it to the restaurant or to the appointment or wherever you're going. Um, in 15 minutes. It just doesn't work. You've got to allow buffer time. And this doctor so wisely pointed out it's the same thing in your schedule. If you've timed that it takes you an hour and 15 minutes to do a crowd prep, temp, um, impression, whatever you like to do in, in the first crowd visit, well, then that appointment needs to be more than an hour, 15 minutes. So maybe it takes you an hour to do this mechanically, so to speak. So maybe the appointment should be an hour and 15 minutes. Put buffer time all throughout your schedule. Great suggestion. I thought it was really interesting 
that Dr. James pointed out that when they did that, he was worried that it was going to negatively affect their collection and production because they were um, allowing more time for things on the schedule, yet it worked the other way. They actually increased their production and collection. Why? Why? How can you be putting things on the schedule with more time and increase your production and collection? Well, I don't know for sure, but I'm going to have a theory or posit or whatever you want to call it that people were more relaxed and you had more time to do things like talk to a patient about their treatment. When you ran on time, you had a more patients had a more favorable view of your office. When things relaxed a little bit, all these soft kills, so to speak, treatment plan acceptance, um, the way that your patients loved your practice, they all improved. And I really, really firmly believe that leads to an increase in production and collection, as opposed to everybody being stressed out all day long and tense. That hurts production and collection. So Dr. James and frustrated, I really appreciate both of your um, emails. They were fantastic. So again, if you want to email the fixers, hang on, I'm just trying to get Command Central all set up here for our calls. If you want to email the fixers, um, Info at matter.com, I-N-F-O at M-A-D-O-W.com, or rich at matter.com does the trick. Okay, for today's Secret Chopper Calls, I decided to go back to basics and start with the kind of prime Secret Chopper Call question of all, and that is how much do you charge for a cleaning? Now, you know, I, I admit some of the questions that we've done over the last few months, they're kind of tricky. Um, not that we're trying to trip anyone up, but they are kind of tricky, and a team member really had to think on their feet quickly to answer some of those questions successfully. And some people have that skill more naturally than others. So it definitely puts some people at a handicap. But how much do you charge for cleaning? That's a question you've heard a million times. You should be ready for handling that call. Um, you shouldn't have to think on your feet. You should just be able to do that, boom, right away. How much do you charge for cleaning? It's funny, um, my mom, Mom Matto, listens to the podcast and we were talking a few days ago and she said, I can't believe those secret shopper calls. What's wrong with those people? I don't know anything about dentistry. Well, she does know a little bit, bit about dentistry because she raised three dentists, as you know. Um, all three of the Matto boys are dentists, Dave, Marshall, and Richard. Um, crazy, weird family. So she knows a bit about dentistry just from uh, table talk, table conversation when we had family get-togethers. But no, she never worked in a dental office. She doesn't know the lingo or the terms. And she said to me, all they had to do was make some friendly conversation and then ask the patient if they could come in for an appointment and offer them a time. It's like, duh, why can't we do that? Mom Matto was absolutely right. So let's get back to basics and see if people can do this correctly. How much do you charge for cleaning? Now, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm going over to Command Central here. And if you're listening on um, maybe on our web feeder podcast thing, whatever it's called, on uh, on iTunes, on Spotify, Stitcher, Sketcher, Schlepper, uh, whatever you're listening on, um, you might not know that you can actually watch the Dental Practice Fixers on YouTube. So you can go to YouTube and search for the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. The easiest thing is just to go to matto.com. Um, slash dental podcast, I think. I don't know. It's on the matter.com page. Let's get to some secret shopper calls. Okay, we'll just start with this random one and see what happens here. Dental. Oh, hi. Can you tell me how much a cleaning and checkup is? Um, I'm sorry, you're kind of getting cut off there. What was that? Oh, it was $238. $238 for cleaning and checkup? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And what if I have insurance? 
They should. Well, it depends on what, who do you have insurance through. Is uh, it through your? Um, yeah, it's, I think it's called. I think it's called Delta Dental. Delta Dental. And it's through you. Is it individual plan or through your work? A group plan. It's a group plan through my wife's work. They should pay a hundred percent of that. Oh, good. Good. Great. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Right on. Bye. See you later. Uh Uh-huh, bye. You have no idea who I am. You didn't even even make an attempt to make an appointment. Just, just sad. Man, what can I say? I even said insurance instead of insurance. I used the little, I don't know what what kind of accent that is, but I I thought that would help. Okay, so 238 bucks. Uh, If you have insurance, it should cover the entire thing. Fantastic. And then she just hangs up on me. Wow. We'd love to see you as a patient here. We can see you today at 3.30 p.m. If that's not convenient, we've got 11 a.m. tomorrow, which works best for you. It's not that hard. Ah, come on. Wow. That was a softball. Let's see. Let's, let's throw another softball here and see what happens. Same question. This is Christy. Hi, is this the dental office? Yes. Yes. Uh, how much is a cleaning there, checkup and cleaning? Have you been here before? No, I have not. Uh, do you have any recent x-rays that you can have sent here from previous doctor? Yeah, I had some x-rays recently. Okay. If you if you don't have x-rays or they're old, your exam, full mouth x-ray, and your cleaning is 372. If you mm-hmm. have current x-rays and they're current, we don't need to take any. Let me see what you're looking at. You're looking at 190. One, I'm looking at that. Okay. So it sounds like maybe the next step is to see if I have x-rays. So I should call my yes. dentist from my old town and see if I have x-rays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, any any current. I was going to say, are there any any questions I should ask about that when I call? Yeah, if they have a panoramic x-ray or full mouth x-rays within the last three years, or if they have bite wing x-rays that are less than a year old. Okay, that's what I'll do. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh, boy. What can I say? I mean, what is going on here? She totally deflected that call. It's like she was thinking, what can I do to delay this patient from coming in as much as possible? I know. I'll tell them to go call their old dentist and see if they have any old x-rays lying around. Jeez, the patient wants to check up a cleaning. Get them in. I mean, why wouldn't you say, we'd love to see you for a checkup and cleaning, and then once the patient's in, or once they make the appointment, see if they can get the information. You know, you can't depend on a patient to contact their old dentist and get x-rays. Wouldn't it be much better if the patient, let's just say they're even in the chair or in their the reception room or at, in the cars, the modern day reception room, and you ask them about x-rays and say, well, let's call your old dentist and see what they have. At at least they're there and you're going to do the appointment and either you can do the x-rays or not do the x-rays or whatever. I don't know. I thought this this technique was just 100% assuring that patient would never come in. I mean, you're leaving it to them to call their old dentist with all these questions. They don't know what a panoramic means or what a bite wing means. You're never going to hear from them again. Make the appointment, then discuss x-rays. You know, make the appointment and then after the appointment's made, discuss x-rays on the phone. Find out the name of their own dentist and do the due diligence for them. Whatever it is, patients never, ever, ever coming in. Okay. Wow. 
can this actually happen again? Let's try it again. We'll do it. But before we try it again, I just want to let you know on Thursday, November 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern time, we are having another one of our small group coaching sessions. These things are fantastic. Uh, before the pandemic, we did what we called live masterclasses here at the Matto Center World Headquarters in Baltimore. And um, we had about maybe six to 10 dentists in the room. We talked about everything. They asked questions about their practice. We brainstormed, we solved. Um, they were just incredible small group days. We had at least one, sometimes two of our coaches here from the Matto Center. I was there, Dave was there. Um, and we just learned so much. And of course, we we talked about what it's like to use a matter center coaching in your practice, but no pressure, no obligation, nothing like that. But they were such great informative days. Many people said they were the best day they ever spent um, in learning how to grow their dental practice. So we can't do them live anymore, but we've been doing these small group coaching sessions. They're over the Zoom webinar platform, but they're not webinars. They are actual interactive coaching sessions where we have about six to 10 dentists and we talk about anything. Anything's fair game. Everything's confidential. You can ask questions about your practice, some struggles, some challenges, anything you want. Um, I'll be there. Of course, some members of our coaching team will be there. And the next one's Thursday, November 12th, 8 p.m. Eastern. To sign up, just go to matto.com slash group, matto.com slash group. I'd love, love, love to see you there. They really are fantastic. Um, just a couple caveats. This is only for dentists who own their own practices. So we love associates. We love team members. But this particular session is not for you. This is for practice-owning dentists only. And, of course, we we want you to have some interest in at least learning what it's like to work with us as your coaches. Again, we don't spend most of the time on that, just a few minutes. But um, we'd love you to, to listen to that with an open mind. No pressure, no obligation. But if you've ever thought about using some outside help to grow your practice, and you want to have an incredible, great um, solution-seeking session that's small group and confidential with me and our coaching team, this is for you. So go to matto.com slash group to sign up. And it's very limited. And every single one we've done so far, I think we've done five since we stopped doing them live, has filled up. So do it now, now, right now. And then right after you get back, put this on pause, then right after you get back, which is now, we're gonna do another mystery shopper call. Let's hit it. Uh, hi, can you tell me how much a cleaning and checkup would be, please? Now, would you be a new patient? Why, well, I've never been to your office before. I've had uh, I've had cleanings and checkups before, not in your office. Are you gonna stay right there? I'll be with you in just a second. Okay. Right, but you're new to the patient. You're new to us here, correct? Yeah. So it would be a different kind of evaluation first. Oh, uh, okay. So okay. Would be the correct um, mm -hmm. amount for that. Okay. So give me one moment. It's a long moment, isn't it? I'm not sure what she's doing. Okay, so for the complete exam, that would be for the new patient exam, and the if it's just a regular cleaning, the profi, and then the four bite wings, you're looking at two sixty six for that first appointment. Mm -hmm. What if, what is the four bite wings? What does that mean? You get two X rays on each side, which you get once a year. Oh, those are X rays. X rays. I see. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Okay, so the checkup, cleaning, and X rays is how much again? 
266. Now, that is a complete evaluation, okay? Mm-hmm. Complete. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Okay, bye. bye. Yes, sir. I love that. I love how the complete evaluation, complete evaluation only includes bite and wing exercises. But hey, we're not here to critique your clinical judgment. Um, <laughs> I just wouldn't consider it a complete evaluation with only bite and wing exercises. But hey, that's that's not my problem, right? My problem is that somebody called wanting to be a new patient in your practice. And as with the other two calls, they were not offered anything. Just given a that they probably thought was way too high, but who knows? Maybe they were fully prepared to pay that. And then no mention of any appointment being available. Wow, three for three. You know what? As, as you may suspect that I made 20 calls to get three that didn't invite me in, but nope, I made three calls right off the bat. One, two, three, boom. Actually, I made one more call. I wasn't gonna play it, but just for, for S&G, we'll play this one more call I made. But oh for three, new patient, Wants a checkup and cleaning. And again, that's patient talk, checkup and cleaning. That's not real dental lingo, but that's the way patients speak. And then she said um, something about bite wings, which most patients have no idea what that is. So please, please, please give the dental lingo a rest. Speak on a level that a sixth grader would understand. Uh, whatever you want to say, we'll do some x-rays to check for cavities. I don't care what you say. Just don't use dental terminology. Okay, just about to say goodbye for this week, but let me just play you this one more call because I, th I think we'll learn something from it. Quality Assurance. Thank you for calling. Please press 1 to continue. Thank you for calling. Please press 1 to continue. I did. What's going on here? I would have hung up, but since it's for the podcast, I didn't. I just, I just have to see what happens here. I pushed one. Hello, you have reached Dr. A's office. We appreciate your call. We are currently helping other patients. Press one for assistance or press two to leave a detailed message. Okay, I'll push one again. So this is the second voicemail. Now, this is during regular business hours. It was, I think, Monday morning at 10.30 a.m. when I did this call. So first I got, the first they said they were recording it for quality assurance. I can really tell. Then I got voicemail jail. They said for assistance, push one. I pushed one for assistance, got another voicemail jail. Hello, you have reached Dr. A's office. We appreciate your call. We are currently helping other patients. Press one for assistance or press two to leave a detailed message. Okay, I know it's gonna happen, but since I've, I'm a glutton for punishment, I'll push one again. She keeps saying push one for assistance. Don't say that if you're not gonna pick up. Most people would have hung up 20 minutes ago, but again, it's the fixers. So we gotta find out what happens. I'm glad they're recording their calls for quality assurance. You have reached voicemail. I'm either on the phone Another recording. or away from my desk. Somebody's Please voicemail. Please message and I will return your call. Thank you. Okay. I think we get the point here. The phone needs to be answered during regular business hours. And this was just obnoxious. They kept saying push one for assistance and then I kept getting put right back to voicemail. 
I think like three different ones. Pigs, three different ones. I mean, what is going on here? Don't do it. Answer. It's obnoxious for a patient to get voicemail. I don't care if you're seeing other patients. Someone's got to pick up that phone. Pick up that darn phone. And that said, I am going to end it right now before my head explodes. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Give us a rating on iTunes. Tell your friends. Send us an email, info at matto.com. Whatever you want to do, we'd love to hear from you. I am Dr. Richard Matto. I've been your host this week, co-founder of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success. And again, thanks so much for listening or watching. I'll see you soon. Bye.